Hi everyone, this is Selvi. Today's topic is what are the actions a scrum master can perform when team is failing to meet the commitment of the sprint. So the question is very simple. A team is unable to meet the commitment and it is happening as a pattern which means it's continuously happening. Now as a scrum master how we can support. So let's uh, try to understand for this question there is no direct answer like this is the problem if we fix this then team will be start managing with the situation no. The reason is every team has their own set of challenges and every team have their own set of problems so solutions also will be different. In this episode, our target is to understand all the common problems and challenges that is being faced by the team and what is a scrum master that we can do for that. And again, one more point here is scrum master may not be resolved or may not be able to fix the problem here because some of the things are out of the boundary of for a scrum master. If it is a, a fix or if it is the solution that should be coming from product management team or if the solution should come from technical team or if the solution should come from team itself, here the role of scrum master is to facilitate a meeting, do an analysis and come up with the detailed information of what are the issues that is happening now and what are the actions that we can do with the help of the team and identify the action owners. For some of the actions, Scrum Master also can be the action owner but here we need to understand one point is all the problems cannot be fixed by Scrum Master but our goal as Scrum Master here is to identify the problem and support the team to come up with some kind of action items, track those action items with the action owners and then again monitor whether these kind of issues are happening. If it is happening again what can be the next step we can do connect with the action owner as well the team to manage it. This is the expectation here because problems are going to be different. But in, the, in this episode, I am going to talk about the common challenges and problems. But I am also going to talk about before even the problem occurs, what are the possible ways we can proactively handle these issues before even it's happening. So we are not going to talk about reactive measures, instead we are going to talk about proactive measures. But still, if the issue is happening, like some of the problem is happening in the team, how well we can analyze and backtrace and go to the problem and fix that in that particular situation, that also we will talk about. So first problem or first challenge is, underestimating the work items. We all know estimation is an activity that happens during the backlog refinement event. So if this kind of issue if we are identifying in our retrospective meeting that always we have a problem in our estimation that means we have failed in our backlog refinement event. So the problem is estimation and the fix should be in the backlog refinement event. So to avoid this kind of issue, what we can do well in advance in the backlog refinement event. 
or if the issue occurs what we need to fix it in future that that is the solution we are going to talk about now so in backlog refinement event what we generally do we try to understand the requirement we try to clarify all our doubts we ask relevant questions which will help us in understanding better the requirement we come up with the list of risk we come up with the list of dependencies we gather all these details and at the end when we are very clear about what we are going to work then we will estimate that work item here comes the trick as a team we all should know how are we going to estimate if we are not knowing that if we have some assumptions on that then we are in trouble like for example i am also one of the team member for me i only consider while estimating what is the amount of work that is required for this particular work item that alone i will give it in the story points which means it is not right because our estimation activity and our estimation itself is performed based on certain factors like amount of work of course then what is the complexity of the work item what are the dependencies involved what are the risk involved and what is the business value that it is going to deliver with all this information only we are going to come up with our estimate now when i say that these all factors are required when some team member is not going to consider all these factors and estimating then there are chances we are really not aligned so here the issue is as a team we are not knowing how to estimate so for example if a team is going to follow story point representation with the help of fibonacci series what is user story point 1 how are we coming up with that because that is very important after that it is 3 times bigger 5 times bigger 8 times bigger that we can finalize but what is user story point 1 all or as a entire team are all we aligned for that understanding if not first thing is to have a activity to understand how we are estimating take some sample user stories sit as a team understand it brainstorm it and come to an alignment if we all are on the same page as a team then the estimation activity will be much more fruitful when we will be underestimating because we think that okay these things will not uh, not required to be considered this is just a Uh, effort of one day but it may have some complexity you need to talk to someone else and you need to have a uh, another team uh, collaboration required on that so where are we capturing those things that is very important which we are missing here so estimation activity that brainstorming is completely required for the entire team so as a team we all should be on the same page what is all about estimation and when we all are estimating with the same understanding automatically we will consider all the factors so now what is the problem that it will create when underestimating the user stories the problem is we will be underestimating the work items in the backlog refinement and during the sprint execution we come up with different problems we never thought of we Uh, we have not thought of oh this has this level of complexity i was not aware at that moment we may get into a blocker 
we may get into a kind of delay. That's the reason we may at the end of the sprint spill over the work item. So, estimating the work items with right understanding as a team is very, very important. So, this is one of the problem and this is one of the fix that we can think of in the backlog ref refinement activity. Second topic is also related to similar thing. Definition of ready consideration. What is definition of ready? Definition of ready is a checklist which helps us in bringing up what are the items that we are in need so that we can consider that work item is really eligible to be added as a part of sprint backlog. If we are not preparing the checklist in a detailed way, what will happen? Some of the important checklist items may not be there and at the time of execution, we may face that and we may get into trouble. If we have all the checklist items well written on the particular checklist, the advantage is we can very well say that checklist is not met, we are not going to commit on this work item. So, how are we preparing this checklist is also important and how are we going to consider this checklist during our sprint planning time is also very important. Not only sprint planning, even in backlog refinement stage. We need to identify what are the things that are missing in this checklist and we should give importance to fix, the, to fix those gaps. If we are unable to fix it or if we are not considering the checklist seriously, then we will get into trouble. So, preparation of definition of ready checklist as a team is very, very important. Add the relevant topics in it and ensure that all those things are considered and we are evaluating everything before planning any work item for the sprint as a commitment. When we do that, most of the things which we have as gaps will be captured with the help of this definition of ready checklist and we will not get into any kind of blocker during the sprint execution which will eventually again a spillover. So, considering definition of ready checklist is very important. Third point, definition of done checklist. What is the relation of definition of done here? It is also important. Definition of done, for example, it has certain checklist items like you need to perform peer review. You need to close all the comments shared by your uh, co-workers. You need to uh, design the unit test cases. These all things are there. During estimation of the work item, if we are not considering all these factors, we may miss out the whole timeline. Because I only thought about writing the code and I only thought about the tester will test. But I never thought about writing unit test cases as part of that, getting the review because I need to follow with them. Someone is giving some review comments. I am accepting certain things. I am telling justification for few other things. This also needs time. So every single minute is very important during the sprint execution. If we miss a particular day, then obviously we are missing a certain work item that will eventually become a spillover. So, definition of done checklist is available or not 
as a team are we aligned that this is the checklist we are going to achieve and for every work item we are considering that before estimation or not this point is very very important so if it is not clear or if it if we are not following that then we will be in trouble first thing definition of done checklist should be prepared well by the team and the second thing during estimation activity definition of done should be considered like okay these all are the items required so for this i have a dependency no i need to wait then for this work item no i think it will take extra time these all factors should play a major role in your estimation so more and more we use all these factors the estimation value that we are bringing will get very much closer to the accurate value even though it is relative estimation which will help us in planning things very well otherwise it is again going to be a estimation that is very much approximate value not even close to accurate so considering dod checklist is very very important so we talked about dor's importance dod's importance and we also talked about what we will be what it will happen when we are underestimating the work items the next thing is following up and closure of dependencies and risk during backlog refinement activity for every work item when we are trying to brainstorm and understand that work item we know that there are certain dependencies involved in it there are certain risk involved in it so what will happen we will be keep capturing all these things but capturing and documenting alone will not help because during the execution we need to go with fixing all these problems right so if we know that there are dependencies and still going ahead with those dependencies is not the right way so here what we need to do first thing is we have identified that these are the dependencies we have identified that these are the risk now the very important thing what we need to do here is we have identified the dependencies and risk next thing scrum master should identify who all are the action owners who are going to resolve these dependencies and work on this risk identified for risk we should have a mitigation plan and if there is a chance to resolve the risk it is well and good at least we should have a mitigation plan similarly if there is a dependency we should for sure close that dependency which means we should resolve that dependency for that thing scrum master alone cannot perform all these things certain dependencies certain risk scrum master can resolve maybe but we need to identify the right action owners give them a tentative target date by which we are expecting these things should be closed and follow up with them till closure that is very important otherwise dependencies are there we have identified them also we identified the action items also but we have not tracked it for closure still it is open and we are in the uh, day to start our sprint and we have started the sprint we and it is a priority item we have taken that considering okay it's a dependency we know that it is there we will fix it but that dependency will become an impediment during the execution finally you are blocked and because of which it will become a spillover item so the very important thing is not only documenting the dependencies and risk it's very important 
how well we are identifying the action items with the action owners and following up with them for closure the next thing is no assumptions on work items during backlog refinement meeting we are understanding work items there are some questions coming up and we are able to see the detail that is available in the work item is incomplete or we are making some assumptions during the backlog refinement event itself like we are assuming as a team oh this is what it may be okay everyone have their own assumption in the team and we have not raised that as a question so everyone have their own assumption okay maybe this is how it is going to work and based on that assumption we estimated and based on that assumption we have committed that work item during the sprint but during execution of the sprint we realized that that assumption is not actual thing and what we need to do is something entirely different we missed that part itself now we will not be able to fit this work item in the planned sprint time and we will end up in the spillover so here the very important point is do not make any assumptions if there is a gap in the information in the work item or if there is any incomplete information or if the structure what we are expecting in the work item for example if user story means it should follow invest and the 3c if it is a spike it should clearly mention what is a problem statement and what is the expectation out of that work item as a spike and if there is a defect whether all the replication steps are mentioned or not what is the issue what is the expectation that needs to be fixed everything should be detailed uh, in a in a detailed way it should be mentioned otherwise chances are that we may not have the right information and we will get into the assumption and when we say we are getting into the assumption there are again chances that we may not have the right assumption and it is also not good to create assumptions because our assumption may not be the right expectation at the end the user story will not be accepted because the entire expectation was different and we failed to close that work item so it's very important during backlog refinement meeting we need to ask right questions clarify all the doubts do not get into any assumptions do not assume any things wherever there is an incomplete information or there is a gap request the product owner to give the detail information and update that details in the work item so this is very important not to go with any assumptions so these all things are problems that we can fix with the help of the backlog refinement event what are those one is dor and dod considering dor and dod during estimation during planning it's very very important dod is must for estimating the work item because we know what all the things that we are going to deliver and dor is very important consider the dor and plan the sprint with the work items that are meeting the dor and the next thing is underestimating the work items do not underestimate the work items 
for that we should have a clear picture about what is the estimation model that we are using and do a kind of activity so that every team member is on the same page with understanding of estimation follow follow up and track the dependencies and risk that are identified and the next one is do not go with any assumptions so if any of your problem is related to these topics that are identified in the retrospective meeting so when a team is keep on failing in the sprint execution and they are unable to meet their expectations in the commitment and when we are knowing that okay some of the when doing root cause analysis we know that the problem is somewhere with estimation or problem is with not following devo or devod the problem is with we are not tracking the uh, dependencies properly or we are uh, going with assumptions like this if we get any kind of issues the fix is always with backlog refinement event we should strengthen it here for this scrum master and product owner should collaborate and come up with a plan of how to resolve this issue they should strictly follow all these matters in the backlog refinement event now let's go to the next set of issues we have still some more issues next one is on over committing on the work items what will happen in the sprint planning team with full energy they are thinking that okay yeah let's pull this also into our sprint backlog yeah this is also aligned to our sprint goal let's also add this like that we are keep adding so many work items and at the end we realized that no we cannot achieve all these work items because bandwidth was not available and we failed to meet our commitment this can be very well managed with the help of capacity and velocity factors these two factors are going to play a major role as references for the sprint planning event even though there are so many priority work items we cannot work on all the work items in one sprint what we will be doing whatever we have the capacity available with for those available capacity details only we can plan our work and in addition to that we also use the velocity which is actually the value that is being calculated from the history of our sprints that the team has performed so this also is going to help us as a reference so it is very very important that we consider velocity and capacity while planning the sprint this avoids the over committing of work items for the sprint next thing next problem technical support or architecture support team actually is not connecting or collaborating well with the technical lead or architect and they are getting into lot of assumptions and working on certain work items so at the end when it is going to the review with the architect or technical lead there are so many corrections coming up so many comments coming up because of which it is taking extended time so how to fix this there is a collaboration missing 
between the team members and the architect or technical lead. So, what we can do here is we can plan first one or two days as design and preparation for the work item in architecture level and get it reviewed with the technical lead or architect then proceed on working on that work item as development. So that if there are any changes, if there are any comments coming in, we have time to fix it at the very early stage and not to go with the development and then fixing which is very expensive. So here the collaboration is missing. And there are also challenges if the technical lead or architect is actually working with multiple teams and if, the, if their time is not available for this team, that also should be raised by the developers and share that information to the scrum master so that scrum master can talk to the technical lead and architect to fix some time. Okay, morning, these many two hours, whatever the questions we have, let's connect with the technical architect and the lead so that they are available for our team. After that, they are busy with other teams. So we can fix certain time when to connect. And if there are any questions, what is the expected time that we can get the answer? Because they are working on multiple teams. So we need to understand that they're constrained about time. So here, Scrum Master should come up with some plan, work with them, what is the best suitable time for them to allot for this team. Give that heads up to the team as well, team members as well, so that they are aware, okay, this is the time if any doubts, I can sit with my technical lead and architect to resolve it. Or if I am sending on other time the questions or the clarifications, I need to wait for so and so time. In that waiting period, what else I can do? That plan they will be able to make. So technical support from technical lead and the architect it is very important first one is with collaboration and second one is if their time or if their support is not available because of some reason through scrum master fix that problem next topic effort of qa sometimes what happens during estimation we consider only the development effort we will not even consider the QA effort or even if QA's effort is considered during the implementation and handing over the work item for QA, we will not give the enough time because of which what happens at the end, QA effort is pending or QA activity is pending and finally the user story or the work item gets spilled over. How to resolve this? First thing, during estimation, we need to consider QA's effort as well and QA's challenges and all those things like how we are deep diving on the development topic. Similarly, we should deep dive on the QA topic and bring up all the factors that are related to the QA and estimate it. That is very important. Now, in addition to that, we can introduce intermediate testing. We can introduce peer testing. What we can do is, we know that this story is going to take so many days and I cannot make the QA to test everything at the end because at the end testing everything is really impossible because of the time constraint. So what will I can give in small pieces so that QA can start doing some round of testing so that at the end it is all about integration. So for that 
you need to plan very well at the beginning itself how well you can make some work available for example i am completing ui ui first let me give the uh, ui component for testing if i have the api ready let me give that for testing if i uh, have some kind of uh, documentation fixes why can't i actually show it that what is the fix that i am going to make as a reference so that qa can very well give the feedback well in advance so these all are the things very important that we need to perform well especially considering the qa effort or qa activities so we need to think about how well we can plan intermediate testing and when we are developing something we can request the tester to come and sit with us during the development and show what are the things that we are doing so that if there is any kind of logic missing or any use case is missing they will be able to share that information and another thing is also very important from testing side is testers can very well share the test cases that they are going to test it for that particular work item for review to the development team what will happen because of this development team will go through that and they will be able to identify oh these use cases i have missed in the development let me add it or if they have certain use cases and tester has missed it they can say that no you have missed this use case please add this as well so in that way we will be having a good level of collaboration and we know that what are the details that we need to cover so effort of qa and planning the qa activity is very very important next topic peer review peer review is very very important it should not be treated as just an activity just to push the code to the branch no it should be in a detailed way so that it avoids lot of defects it is also one round of testing i can call because peer review itself some of the uh, issues would have been resolved or we will be able to capture certain issues in that particular review process itself for this how to make this much more effective is prepare a coding standard guideline align with the team as a uh, ask the technical lead or the senior developer to prepare this checklist and as a team sit and align on the checklist and whenever we are coding we should align to that checklist which means we need to follow all those standards so that we are giving the quality code now for reviewer also it is very important they should adhere to this checklist or the coding standard guideline whether all those things are met or not in the code if it is not then give the review comment and additionally if there is any logic is missing or if there is any loophole in the code that is very well understood but minimum they should follow this coding standard guideline what is the advantage of having this checklist because everyone knows what is expected in their codes coding standard and for reviewer also it is easy to follow that coding guideline other than understanding whether there in any loophole or missing use case or any kind of logical miss in the code apart from that this coding standard helps so this will make our review process very effective 
and when review process is effective it is also going to help us in reducing the QA timing. So plan this review process well in advance. So what will happen if review process is just an activity and it is not taken seriously at the end QA will be testing and this will delay the time and finally this would have been captured in the peer review itself but we missed because we have not taken it seriously and because of which QA has captured it and at the end it took long time for QA to close that work item because of which we slipped. So peer review is also very important. So what are the things that we have covered in this last four points? One is over committing on work items for the sprint. Do not over commit anytime. Use velocity and capacity as the guideline to plan your sprint backlog. Next one, how effectively we can plan the QA effort and activities. Introduce intermediate testing, have peer testing, have test cases review with the development team and product owner so that you will get the review comments and there is a collaboration that what is expected in the testing. Have very effective peer review process so that we know that there is a coding standard guideline. We are following that and because of which we know that certain issues are getting captured in the review process itself which reduces our testing time. Next one is technical support and architecture level support. Have a collaboration, plan in first one or two days what are the architectural level decisions, design level decisions that you are making so that you can get it reviewed that piece of information with the technical lead and architect so that we can avoid if any review comments are coming we can fix it and then start the development not at the later stage when we have the overall review. And if time from technical lead and architect is creating a problem and if they are unable to support, take that action with scrum master and fix the time with technical lead and architect to have some dedicated time for the team if they are working on multiple teams and always set an SLA like service level agreement. What is the turnaround time that we are giving? to get the answer for any questions raised related to technical and architecture related things. Few more common topics I want to discuss. One is unplanned leaves. Always actually we, we prepare the leave calendar we prepare the training calendar when team is available, when someone has already planned some vacation time, everything we are capturing with the help of capacity. But even after capturing all these details, there are so many unplanned leaves means we need to talk to the team. Why it is happening? Is it just because everyone had fallen sick due to some something like for example, during COVID times, there were a lot of sick leaves, uh, family members were not keeping well or the particular team member was unwell, like that people, was, people were in a situation to 
take sick leaves is that because of those kind of situations or why is it happening if it is the situation is abnormal let's keep some buffer and plan our sprint for some time till that situation becomes normal and one more thing that is coming up from team is no i missed to update my leave calendar or i just planned some emergency leave or i i just uh, missed to plan my vacation and then immediately uh, actually i i just prepone my vacation from next sprint to this sprint these kind of things are coming up ask a team to just to give a heads up at least during the sprint planning time so that they can revise on the capacity details so unplanned leaves if there are situations which are abnormal and there are uh, situations that are pushing team to take some sick leaves because of the abnormality then plan your sprint also in such a way align with the team let's make some buffer team like because we know that there is a criticality now going on in the world so we we will not be able to manage the situation till the situation becomes normal let's plan only with this capacity is that okay for everyone so that if there are someone who is taking some emergency leave and who cannot avoid taking some emergency leave or sick leaves still we have some buffer to manage it and the second one is if team is missing to update certain details and suddenly they are planning some training we should request team to plan at least during the sprint planning to share the revised details so that we can update the information next topic is on unplanned meetings and more meeting time this is another crucial thing we always get into some kind of uh, concerns like there is there is too much time we are spending on meetings first of all we need to understand what are those unplanned meetings that are coming into picture why those unplanned team meetings are coming is that mandatory that team should attend those meetings or not or is it or is it just an optional meeting who is actually sending those meetings how can we actually talk to them or how we can support team in bringing up an understanding okay these many meetings are coming up if it is from your business head or if it is from your project head talk to them if there is any plan that any meetings are coming in this sprint time why can't we calendarize it little early because it is affecting our whole teams uh, weekly one hour is going or weekly two hours is going why can't we plan little early so that we will be aware of okay these many planned meetings are there which we cannot avoid and we should attend and we can plan accordingly our sprint so this we can take support through scrum master to identify from whom we can get these details and plan the things second one is scrum level events we should really plan during the sprint planning the calendar for this entire sprints meeting should be available like every day 15 minutes for daily stand up meeting and how many backlog refinement events are going to happen and how many hours we are going to invest when is the sprint review when is the sprint retrospective meeting going to happen so we should be aware of all this information how many hours we are going to sit for our sprint planning so this even calendar should be available and scrum master should have it 
ready during the sprint planning time to know that team this is the schedule and this is the these are the meetings that as a team that we are going to attend related to scrum events not more than that and we should not any time overshoot on the time from whatever it is planned that is also very important so how to manage unplanned meetings also we saw and how to plan our scrum events also we saw so the last two topics are very important which are very practical scenarios one is on unplanned leaves we should be really understand the situation from team whether there is any abnormal situation because of which team is planning a team is taking sick leaves and emergency leaves if that is the case align with the team and plan the capacity with some buffer and then commit on the sprint commitments and if the team is missing out certain information they are not updating the capacity tracker they are not filling the leave and training calendar ask them to update those information at least during the sprint planning event so that we can revise the plan accordingly the next one is unplanned meetings we should understand why so many unplanned meetings are happening and through whom we can take the support to understand that and try to request them to calendarize those things well in advance so that we can plan during our sprint planning how many hours we need to invest for this unplanned meetings which we cannot avoid so those unplanned meetings will become planned meetings so that we know that these many meetings are going to happen and we can prepare ourselves well with the timing and plan accordingly for the sprint last one is on the scrum events during the sprint planning itself we should be knowing as a team how many hours we are going to spend for all the scrum events during the sprint period we should not spend any extra time from that planned time and this should be very clear so that we will be able to plan our sprint commitments also accordingly so these all are the common topics i want to discuss it's a very long episode of details because as i mentioned every team has different challenges and different issues maybe your team may have a different challenge or a different issue if you are willing to share you can join the whatsapp group that we have shared in the recent episode you can share the question over there to uh, brainstorm and understand about how others and uh, as a team how we can resolve that but these are some of the common issues that i have seen which happens in our uh, sprint period and because of which we will not be able to complete our sprint goal and at the end we will be spilling over certain user stories and this will be keep happening as a pattern and only by understanding what is the problem from team through the sprint retrospective meeting we will be able to take the right decision of what will be the right approach we need to follow going forward so that we will be able to fix it and very important thing is not only identifying what is the problem identify the action items action owner and this is also going to act as a very very important action item for us to close it as early as possible so that we will not face the problem in our upcoming sprint so most of the things uh, is just a, 
a matter of how we can utilize our scrum events like backlog refinement event planning event uh, and certain guidelines we can share with the team so that they will be aware of okay how to tackle that kind of situations which will avoid the spillovers so i think this episode would have helped many of you in understanding different issues and uh, uh, how well we can fix it uh, hopefully this would have been a interesting and helpful session thank you everyone for listening happy learning and stay tuned